Welcome back in. It's another edition of the Doug Russell Podcast. Glad to have you with us. Uh, this is the final hour. Now, the last couple of days, we have had hour number one and hour number two of my three-hour show alongside Dobie Maxwell sitting in for Drew and KB on 97.3 The Game. Here's hour number three. Hope you enjoy it. The king commands it. They talk the bar! The whole bar! Medium dry martini, lemon peel, shaken, lobster. Who's thirsty? Are you thirsty? Everybody's thirsty on Friday the 13th. The long week of work. It's no more New Year. When is the last day, Doug, that you can wish somebody a happy New Year? I say January 2nd or 3rd, but people are going into the 8th and 9th. It's not a New Year after the after the first couple of days. I, I, I would disagree because there's sometimes you haven't seen people. Okay. I mean, I wish people... I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you. Happy New Year. So happy happy uh, Y2K, your computer. <laughs> happy 9-11. No, I think you can give it a week or two. Okay. I All mean... Right. Are, are you going to be insulted? No, I'm not going to be insulted. I'm Happy not, New Year. I'm hard to insult. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Although we apparently insulted Larry the Cable Guy. We were we were talking about that with Matt Miller during the break. We got some texts that people well, were defending him. It was one guy. One guy in the 715. That's right. That's okay. Hey, man, he's a, he's a, a multi-millionaire. million dollars a month he was making in his peak. So I, I respect him. He's a, I've worked with him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I never said he wasn't a nice but guy. But his act, yeah, it's hard to watch. But people, masses are asses. You know who said that? Who's the? No. Alexander Hamilton, the guy whose picture's on a $10 bill. He said it in I'm 1790. Familiar his, I'm familiar with his musical. With his musical, yes. But they, uh, there were idiots in 1790, and they have crossbred into a super breed of idiots, which rules our planet today, which is why it is going south. So uh, it's just the masses, they'll watch stuff that's like, how was Saved by the Bell on TV for 15 years? Somebody Saved by it. the Bell, when I was in college, mm-hmm, Saved by the Bell mm-hmm. was on. So what we would do is we would have Cartoon Club. Okay. Uh, and the bars would open up early in Oshkosh. Okay. And what you would do is, I mean, that you'd wake up and mm-hmm. you could have your greasy meal, your greasy breakfast. Right. But then when Saved by the Bell came on, you would start drinking. And there was the Saved by the Bell. So every time... Um, Zach, oh. no, every time, well, every time Screech got shoved into a locker, mm-hmm. uh, you would drink. Every time Zach Morris called timeout, you would drink. Every time he would break out of Zach Morris' phone... You would drink. Okay. By the time you'd be done, every time Slater said "Hot Mama," you'd drink. Things like that. Every time the the uh, studio audience, when Kelly Kapowski would walk in, would go "Ooh," you drank. So by right. the time by the time the half hour was over, you were hammered. That's your generations of High Bob, the High Bob game, What's Bob that? Newhart show. Someone comes in, and says oh, "Hi Bob," sure, you drank. Yeah. Well, they said it fourteen times something. the show. So that's my experience with Saved by okay. the Bell. So oh, long live Dustin Diamond. May he no, rest in peace. Yeah. Very sad. It's funny, I, I, Utah of all things, he was just starting to do stand-up comedy. So the club owner calls me up and says, uh, Dustin Diamond doesn't have 45 minutes to close the show. Would you mind coming down and doing 20 minutes in front of him? I said, that's not fair. I'll blow him off the stage. He goes, yeah, I know. I'm playing, paying him a lot of money. I want to watch him squirm. And I said, you know what? As a comedian, I can't do that. I, I really can't. You know, I don't want. I'm, so I walked up to him and said, "Look, man, they're, they're paying me to, to scorch you. I don't. I don't want to do that. I've been doing it a long time." I said, "Let's just let's coexist, man." Let's, and he was really, really nice. And there was this gorgeous woman. Oh my God, she's beautiful. She came. Oh, you're on the radio. Yeah, I think I listened to you. What's your name? Okay. And and she was totally flirting. I thought I was going to do good. She went to Dustin's uh, room and I said, "Because he was a celebrity. Sure, I was a little. He was minor c- local celebrity. He was Screech, and he got the chicks. Yeah, he was. Where did he live here? Whitefish Bay? No, I think it was uh, Port Washington. Washington, was Washington. Washington. I yeah, think yeah. so. Yeah, you're right. And I feel bad. He, I, I don't think his parents were they were good with his money, and they kind of raked them over the coals. And tough to be a child star. That's not tough easy. being a child star. And, it, and he got sick and was gone within like a hiccup. He was 44. 
That's too young. That's way too young. And we just, I mean, Lisa Marie Presley just passed away. She's it's, 54. That's yeah. too young. She outlived her dad. Dad was only 42. Yeah. So would you live a long life and be, you know, solvent or be a superstar and die in your 40s or 50s? Well, that's that's the, the age-old question, isn't yeah. it? Not, I'll, I'll be an old fart when who's that guy drooling? He's still alive at yeah. 97. Yeah, probably. I mean, it'll be... But you, you don't want to live so long that... When somebody asks you how you doing, you're like, I don't know. All my friends are dead. I don't yeah. want. I don't want to live that long. I don't well, want to be the last I, one. Standing. I was at it 14, so <laughs> <laughs> not a popular cat down. Uh, who's the funniest comedian you've ever seen? Probably people that you've never heard of, and I'm not insulting you, but it's people like like Steve Dalkowski. If you're a baseball okay. fan, he was the guy that was supposed to be the legendary left-handed pitcher that could throw 107, whatever it was. There's uh, a ventriloquist act named Otto and George. I okay. don't know if you know who that is. If you're listening, Google Otto and George. Okay. I will say this: he's triple X rated, and as far as as non PC as possible. But I cannot laugh any harder. I worked with him, and he's just the funniest guy. And he ended up, uh, he's on heroin, and he died of drugs. Oh, God. And really, really sad, because he, but he was he's the funny one. Comedians, we're dented cans. They're yeah. the funniest ones. I'll go on stage, people say, God, you're the funniest guy I've ever seen. How come I never heard of you before? Well, because I've been driving to Duluth with my check engine light on and bald tires trying to get $300 to pay my rent. While everybody else is out in Hollywood showcasing for HBO, I'm paying my bills. So I said I had a job in comedy for 30 years, mm-hmm. but I never had a That's career. That's why I ask. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard. It's Pe- almost impossible. And, and I'm not bragging. People will sit, put me on that list of funniest people, but it's like th- th- there's a show part and there's the business part. And the business part, most good comedians are not good at the business part. Yeah. Great at the show. And other people, great at the business, not good at the show. How did he get that? Good at the business. Funniest show I ever saw was Robin Williams. Okay. About 2002, 2003. Where? Uh, at Madison, Oscar Mayer Theater. Oh, nice. Okay. And he was, well, I mean, he did a stand-up act, so he was profane. He wasn't Mork. Sure. And during the intermission, you know, you go out and you, you know, get something to drink and, you know, use the restroom and whatnot. There were these old ladies who were this. he's so profane. <laughs> he's so, I, I just, I, this is not what I was expecting. It's like, well. What were you more, expecting? More room for me then, I suppose. Yeah. And I think I, they may have left, but it was the funniest. I, I felt like I had an ab workout. Sure. I was laughing wow. so hard yeah. by the time I was. You know, time I left the studio. Speaking of say by the, the, the or Bob, Bob Saget, what show was he on? Um, full House. Yeah, Full House. He his act was always filthy. Oh yeah. And p- grandmas, those that you're just talking about, would go to see Bob Saget, think it's going to be the guy from the TV show. Yeah. And he he took pleasure in it, driving him out. It's like, oh come on, man, they're coming out to see you. He goes, hey, that was my act before, and it was. Mm-hmm. He's a super nice guy, but uh, that they, they, they weren't ready for the spice that he had in his uh, recipe. He was the funniest that I ever saw when he was on Entourage. Okay. Because he played a, a fictionalized version of yeah. himself yeah. where he was filthy. Yeah. But he it was just it was more subtle than, mm-hmm. you know, even his act which was pretty over the top. Oh yeah. Uh but it was just more of a you could tell that he was just a dirty old man. Mm-hmm. But he did it in such a way that was just left you just speechless. It's funny, I'm sure, you know, when you when you meet people athletes maybe in the locker room, they're king of the locker room. They might be okay on the field. I mean, they're good enough to make the major league sports. That's pretty good right there. But the teammates like them. They like to hang. That's they keep getting a job. And there's a lot of comedians that, you know, comedians just love to hang with that are so funny and so nice. And they're okay on stage. But uh, they're just well, off stage. Oh, my God. They're just, and it, what, what someone needs to become a star, there are so many intangibles. That's why there are so few stars because not everybody's got it. Oh, without a doubt. You know who's got it? Who? Our very own Hunter Baumgart, the fourth. He's got it, baby. 
This is normally when Hunter does his thing. I can't dance, man. If you want to dance, I'll, I can't run the equipment. Live yeah. from the Central Standard Timeout Sports Live. Because he's not here. He's not here. No, he's they're, they're all off today. But this was last week, so if anybody's missing it. It's time for the hottest party on radio. Hunter Baumgart's Friday Night Dance Party. Come along, climb aboard, and kick it with us on the hippest trip in America. Playing the hottest <laughs> jams from the stars of yesterday he is great and at this, today. Featuring the often imitated, never duplicated, Drew and KB dancers. Now, again, this was last week, so. It's all now, good, man. He's I, it never ceases to make me laugh. Butts out of seats and because he's got the white man overbite. And it's it's great. It's very funny. It's oh, original. It's fantastic. It's a, it puts a cherry on the Sunday of the week of the Drew and KB show. Huh. New year, new sounds. Are you ready? Eurythmics, baby. Rock, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. Hey, I didn't even, that okay. was on stereo. All right. And that, uh, yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. They deserve it. Uh, do they? You think so? You don't think so? I don't know. How they many... were big in the 80s. This is they, a big one. They had a this couple... was their hit. No, didn't they have, they had a, didn't they have a couple others? Was they it had Andy a Lennox of... by herself? Yeah, they had a couple others. She's like the, I always thought they were a little overrated, but what do I know? I'm not a music uh, guy. I don't know anything. That's, KB's the music guy. I don't know. Yeah, he is a music guy. I, I have no idea. I mean, Grand Funk Railroad's not in the, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I they know took Rush forever to get in. The they f- should totally be in. Well, they are now. Okay. It took them forever to get in, though. Who isn't in? I mean, any big... I don't know. But the, the They say you have to be... The 25 years? 25 years after the release of your first album. So Foo Fighters just got in a couple of years they ago. They should be in. Yeah. Um... Nirvana got in, but you know they only were around to release a couple of albums. But don't you think they, they changed the game? They, they really were Hall of Fame. All those hair bands that were going around, they, they got put out of business overnight. Nirvana knocked a lot of people out of the spotlight. Yeah, they did. Um, I don't know who's, who isn't in that should be in. A lot of, I'm sure there are a lot. Yeah, it's very subjective. That's what I said before. Music is so Pearl subjective. Jam is Pearl Jam in? I don't know. They probably, they were in the big part of that grunge thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's been 25 years since... Oh, yeah, it probably has probably been. Has yeah, been. you're right. It probably has been. Man, where's time gone? I don't know, man. I, I'm i still waiting for, uh, you know, the bicentennial. <laughs> uh, shameless self-promotion department, by oh, the way. Go ahead. Um, I've got a... It, it hasn't launched yet. It will launch soon. But I've got a new podcast. Oh, okay. okay. That's starting on the I will listen. radio platform. I'm a Doug Russell fan. Well, Where can I hear it? Uh, well, here's a, a, just a little. This is what we call the, the a teaser the, the trailer. Oh, trailer. This okay. is the trailer. Ooh, okay, okay. So I'll shut up. Here you go. It's the greatest story in sports. Dale to the right, McGee to the left, star dropping straight back. Kennedy throws, has the ball, and it's McGee. I'm Doug Russell, and this is Tales from 1265, an insider's look at football's most storied franchise. The Green Bay Packers, a franchise born a year before the NFL, a fledgling professional effort of a college game that was only a few short decades old. Green Bay had company. There were clubs in big cities like Chicago, Cleveland, Detroit, and New York, but there were also little burbs like Evansville, Muncie, Akron, and Green Bay. Not only did tiny Green Bay survive, though, it thrived and is the most successful franchise in pro football history. This is the game of the year in professional football, and for the third time in three years, the Green Bay Packers have won their way into the title game by topping the Western Division of the National Football League. All right, here is third down and eight yards to go back at the three-yard line. 
Brett Favre straight back in the pocket. He pumps now, wants to go He's long. got him. Man wide open. Here it's caught at the 35, the 40, 45, 50. He's going to go for the He's touchdown. He's going to go. Robert Brooks will go 97 Nine. yards for the Green Bay Packers. I want to get you, I'd like to get used to this, uh, coming down to locker room uh, celebrations after championships. When you think of all the people that made this franchise the number one franchise in professional football, and for you to now be a part of that, even more so with a street named after you is uh, is awesome. It's also a franchise that's had its ups and downs, its dynasties. Trophy presentations being made in the Packer dressing room now from Pete Rozelle, the commissioner, to Vince Lombardi. Vinny, this is the first Super Bowl trophy, and uh, it's something Green Bay can keep. We're going to have a, a new trophy each year, so uh, you and your squad certainly deserved it. It was a fine game. Thank you, Pete. We're, we're, we're very, very happy to be able to present the National Football League and very happy to win the trophy. And its rebirths. Every major football decision will be made by Ron Wolf. The Packers, who have had its best players fall into their laps. Ken, was this just something that was too good to pass up? We had Aaron Rodgers rated as one of the top players in the draft, and we felt very fortunate to be able to get him at pick number 24. And gone after and gotten the very best. But I was really impressed with the coaching staff, with the whole organization, and with the direction the team is going. I think they, they have a total commitment to winning. I realize I'm a Green Bay Packer now, and Maybe I can prove that I am worth the first-round pick next year, but just got to be patient and uh, give me time because I promise I can I can be the man eventually. The Hall of Famers. The gradually sinking in. I signed up autographs last night for the first time with Hall of Fame, and I wrote out Hall of Fame. And the championships. Star begins the count. Takes the snap. He's got the quarterback. He's into the World champion, Green Bay Packers. The Vince Lombardi Trophy is coming home where it started. Aaron Rodgers ducks it under center, drops to a knee, and time melts away from Super Bowl 45. The title is back in town. The Green Bay Packers are world champions of football. Join me, Doug Russell, for a look back into the archives of football's most storied franchise, the Green Bay Packers, on Tales from 1265. So that's wow. what we call shameless self-promotion. Buddy, that, there is movement in my pelvis after listening to that. That was moving. I'm always hoping to make it move. That's good. But no, how did you get this idea? Uh, it was actually pitched to me uh, by Jeff mm-hmm. Tyler, who is uh, is our uh, area president and general manager, yeah. and it's just something that I always love doing. I, I, oh, I love yeah. researching and you know finding there, there, there's a um, do you know who Les Grobstein is Absolutely. or was I should sure. say he passed away. He was a friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so anytime that there's like a highlight that somebody's looking for or any piece of audio that exists. Generally, everybody here at the station turns to me because I keep everything. Sure. And I try to archive as much as I possibly can. Mark Daniels at WNFL in Green Bay, our affiliate up there, he's marvelous at uh, okay. at archiving as well. And uh, you heard some of his pieces uh, during the Packers pregame show, Packers game day that I did, and, and Mark was a part of that as well throughout the football season. Um 
but uh, so Drew Olson has hung on me because Les did the same thing. He's like, you're the mm. Les Grobstein of this radio yeah, station. Yeah, we I'm need like, it. I'm like, oh, I'll take that. Les sure. was a friend. May he rest in peace. Pour one out for Les. Uh, but so I have all this audio and nowhere to really put it. Yeah. So Jeff came up with the idea and I'm like, yeah, this sounds like something that, you know, I want to sink my teeth into. Mm-hmm. Now it's after football season, which is good during football. You never get sick of listening to that. To hear Pete Rosell call, call him Vinny. Right. That alone was the that was all great, but yeah. that was stood out for me. Yeah. And so I, I have all of this audio during football season. I think it's going to be too difficult to do just because we have so sure. much going on. But now that football season is over, it's time to crank this thing up. So you got tw- six months twice a month. Uh, for I think the next five months, so ten in, in season one, there'll be ten episodes oh, coming up. I'm listening to that episode one, which will launch next week, is called the Rebirth. Okay, so that goes. So in. that's the the, the Holmgren uh, yes Wolf era ninety one ninety two ninety three ninety four sweet. So we got some highlights that we'll play. We yeah. got some old interviews. We got some fresh interviews with uh, Packers historians mm-hmm. that we're going to do. So that'll launch. Next week on iHeartRadio. I will be listening. So I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. That's good stuff. Yeah. Plug away. Plug away. That's what I do. So uh, that'll, uh, again, be something that I'll be working on for the next several months, which I'm looking forward to. We'll also, uh, by the way, uh, Red Hot and I were also kicking this uh, idea around. So the morning of the Super Bowl here. So we'll have the Super Bowl. If you're listening in Milwaukee on 97.3, the game, uh, we've got every playoff game that uh, uh, nationally that, that, You'll be able to hear. The Vikings lose on the game. The Vikings will lose on 97.3, the game. Your Packers flagship and your home for, we do football. We do Badgers football, which I want to get into in a minute. Absolutely. That's what what's going on in Madison is bonkers that's, right now. That's, oh man, if they're good again, look out. Oh, I know. And then obviously the Packers, which is they'll be good. That again is Wisconsin. Like Packers football in the fall. The voice of you know Wayne Larravee, you know, binging all around the state of Wisconsin. That's just it. it is what it is. Uh, it's just it's so special. So we we are your home for football in Milwaukee, and we'll have all the playoff games, including the Super Bowl. But the pregame show for the Super Bowl starts at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. So the three hours prior to that, starting at ten a.m., the full and it's never been done before. The full radio rebroadcast, Wayne and Larry, of Super Bowl Forty Five. Oh man, I listen to that too. So mark your calendars. Now, see, that, that takes away the some of the sting of this Lions. Loss. That's see now that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to You're succeeding. I'm just hit this thinking about it is cheering me I, up. I know that everybody wants we want to continue on this this Packers role that we're on. And we started it last off season with Packers Prime, which is the full rebroadcast oh, of some yeah. of the games that we did. Mm-hmm. We did uh, you know Antonio Freeman and the improbable bobble uh, from now Monday I will say Night real quickly I was at a friend's house who's a huge Vikings fan and his wife they made him this great dinner I said look it's Monday Night Football Packers Vikings I, I said you know I like you as friends can we not let's just not go there. <laughs> Okay, so it's at their house, and, and Freeman, oh, you know, hey, that, that catch could have gone either way. I get out to get into my car. I'm just jumping. Out, yay! <laughs> but I didn't do it in the living room and stick it That's to probably wise. People, but man. We that, replayed that one. That was a highlight. That's an all-timer. Yeah, we replayed th- uh, Super Bowl thirty one. Oh, that's great, too. Yeah, uh, the NFC Championship games, sure. things like that. So, How about the Sterling Sharp replay game? Yeah, we did that one. Uh-huh. Did that one. Uh, so all of those games that they're, they live in our archives. Mm. Right now, but we've never replayed in its entirety. It's never been done anywhere. All right. Because I was at the other other flagship, and they didn't ever replay it. They should have. They didn't. Well, we. that's why we're the flagship now. Right. So Super Bowl 45, Wayne and Larry, yeah. in its entirety, 10 a.m., 97.3 the game. I'm going to check that out. So, again, just plug it away. All right. We're your home for football. You know, it gets in your blood. 
It kind of does. It does, and it's like in summertime. I love baseball too. Who doesn't? I love basketball too. But man, football. That's that's where it's at. Yeah, and I wish the football season would continue. But unfortunately, they keep trying to do is, a summer league, you know, XFL, and they keep trying to do it. So I there's think a place for that. People but I think, would watch it. I think the XFL and the USFL are going to cannibalize each other. Yeah, they have to merge. Mm-hmm. But they they need to have something. The UXSFL. Yeah, the UXFL. EIEIO LGBTQ M O U S E. It's Toby. I'm Doug. Say with us. It's the Drew and KB List Show. It's Friday the 13th. Hanging out, having some fun. Stay Let's with party. Us. Rolling along on a Friday afternoon, Doug Russell, Doby Maxwell, you're on the game. They called all the, over the state the left-hander from the bullpen. Drew's like, "Hey, you want to do you know Doug Russell interview? When does he need it? Today? Oh, oh in okay. like a couple of hours? Yeah. So I t- took my we, annual shower, scrubbed up on Friday the 13th, <laughs> put my aqua velva on, and here I am. We had an opening. Uh, CBS 58 sports director Kevin Holden yeah. was. Uh, He's got a originally career. scheduled. He has a day job. I though. know he does. Uh, and he was originally supposed to. I like his work. He's good. He's great. He's great. And he's on the phone. Hi, Kevin. You, you guys are awesome. Uh, yeah, I, this is 100% my fault. And don't get me wrong. They definitely upgraded to get to you for sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when, when, they, you know, when they said they were going to have me on, I was, I was super excited. And uh, then I found out all these arbitration one-year deals are getting done. So my agent's just been on the phone with everybody trying to get something done. <laughs> Uh, single A ball looks like my best bet, but uh, but I'm happy that you, you guys are having fun. That's what it's about. It's fun. Yeah. Now, are you a lifelong Packer fan, or were you as dismayed? Oh as... no, he's a Georgia. He's a Georgia Bulldog. Georgia Bulldog. Okay, so Mr. Walker needs a little talking to. <laughs> well, I Mr. think Mr. Bulldog. Georgia would agree with that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's been. Uh, it's been an amazing last couple of years, and it's funny because I, I, I'm, I'm a little like the first championship, the Alabama championship. I was pumped about uh, this one. I'm, I'm super excited about, but I'm starting to get nervous. I don't want Georgia to be like the house in the casino. Like I, I would hope for people that are not from Georgia to root for Georgia, but as you know, it happened to Alabama. It happens to other teams. It doesn't happen after a while. So you know, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe a couple of down years might be a good. Maybe it could happen to Wisconsin. What's happening with the Badgers yeah. right now? Let's hear it. It is. Okay, first of all, I, I think there's – I have a theory. Okay. I think Luke Fickle is about to bring back the Notre Dame box with quarterbacks. Um, and, and by that, you know, see we're talking like the 1940s offense. I was going to say, yeah, I haven't heard – I, I'm not familiar with this. Are you going to take the face bar off the helmet too? <laughs> Go yeah, back yeah. 1940s old school? Well, it's what's great about that is is that that it allows us to go to to one of my favorite voices. Tell my is from Madison, Wisconsin. From the Madison. <laughs> <laughs> you like you and the Winka. You and you, you and the Winka. You could have a a, a winker off. <laughs> I am I am all about 1940s because I can't imagine how else Luke Fickle is going to use like 19 quarterbacks. Like I, I mean, a competition is great, but this is going to be like. An entire team of QBs. Like I'm, they need a bigger room. Yeah, don't need something. But that man, it's got to. I mean, the CJ Williams thing is great, and the fact that Braylon Allen's excited about it should be. He should be excited about it because they won't stack fourteen defenders in the box now. Yeah. Well, he tweeted about that the other day uh, as well. Now they've got the billboards that are going up all over the place. Uh, billboards in Eau Claire, the Fox Valley, Lacrosse, Milwaukee, and Sheboygan. 
And, um, you know, it's just people are getting excited about Badgers football for a long time. Georgia didn't win a national championship for like more than 40 years. So Wisconsin never won a national championship in football. But I remember when they went to their, went to, well, it wasn't the first Rose Bowl that they had gone to, but the first one that they had won. Football had been so crappy in the state of Wisconsin for so long that it set, you know, the entire state on its ear. And this was right before the Packers got good. So I can only imagine if you, you know, roll up a couple of college football playoff appearances for Wisconsin, um, you know, I, you're not going to have trouble selling tickets at Camp Randall Stadium. Camp Randall's anymore. a great. That's like the Lambeau of college football. You cannot not have fun at Camp Randall. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed well, to. If you if you don't jump with the stadium, you might fall through. That, that's true. I, 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 are, you, are you guys familiar? Doug's probably told you the story. You guys probably experienced it too. Of like the first time that you experienced jump around at Camp Randall, and, and at least for me, I didn't really understand the dynamics of it. Uh, I, you know, we were in the press box. I had just gotten a large Diet Coke and had it on the ledge. and hmm. you know, mm. So much for that. Not for long. The press box begins to feel a little bit like 7.7 in Southern California. And I, I jumped out of my chair. I jumped. And the rest of the press box laughed like, <laughs> the like f- what is wrong with this guy? And I'm like, what's wrong with this press box? We're going to die. Yeah, they... They used to put the uh, television announcers up on the same level. Now, the television announcers, there's a b- booth below the, um, the the level at Camp Randall. But they, when Brent Musburger was there, by the way, my first uh, jump around was jump around's first night, mind you. Wow. I was there. Okay. I was there. Against Purdue. It was You're a, a nice jump game. around virgin. I, well, no, I, I, I was there, I, you know. Um, but it, it didn't sway like it did. But by the time... That oh, had happened no. while you you had the full press box sway. Yeah, Brett Musburger, when it started to sway, he reached out to the the ledge in front of him like he was going over like the Titanic. <laughs> he thought <laughs> the he thought humanity. the whole thing was going to snap. Funny, and and it di- and it didn't. But I mean, it just to see effective. just to see old man Musburger. Oh, that was fun. That is fun. That was fun. Uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee joining us. You were uh, in Green Bay today for the Brian Gutekunst news conference. Uh, what, what's your takeaway from, from Goody? I'm trying to talk Dobie off as a Packers fan. I'm trying to talk Dobie off the ledge. I'm speaking for a large percentage of Packer fans like me, lifelong, that are thinking our Super Bowl window's closing, and this year would have been nice. At least if you go out to San Francisco and get smoked, at least you're in the playoffs. That's my theory. I could be wrong. I mean, it, it, I, I can see it either way. I mean, the, the idea is, too, if you if you come up lucky, the Packers played way better at the end than they did at the beginning. Mm-hmm. If they play their best game in San Francisco and come up, and then, then you can really have some fun with it. But at the same time, I, I also thought at some point that maybe it was okay if they finished a couple of games under, not just eight and nine, because it might spark change in, in some areas that might need change. I, I just... I know everybody's concerned about contracts and Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love and the fact that you're going to have to make a decision and there's a fifth-year option for Love and there's probably contract and cap, uh, what's the term, pushing back, you know, cap numbers for 2026 and 2020, like those things are coming, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that concerned me was get, was week 18 of a season where you depended on your defense and you had Russell Douglas try to bat a ball out of a guy's hands and he was holding the ball and Quay Walker shoving an athletic trainer because it ain't high school, you know? 
Like that, that's, if you want to talk about areas of concern, those are fixable by fixing discipline. And those two things didn't necessarily lose them the game, but you sure do not want them in week 18 when you've spent four months trying to build a playoff team. I, you know, Rodgers is going to do what he's going to do. If he comes back, he'll be a great leader and a pretty good football player. If it's Jordan Love, there's great potential, probably some ups and downs. But the defense has to do what the defense was designed to do this year, which was to carry this team at times. And I just thought they didn't do that enough. When they were 4-8, and eight, I think everyone who covers the Packers did what you did, Kevin, and that was book a trip for January. Um, how nervous did you get? about a week ago or so. I feel, I feel bad for me, but I had trip insurance. I felt way worse for my wife, who is, as a fan, just insanely invested in the Packers and now has to make a choice watching the Packers-Lions game. You, your, your instinct, of course, is to root for a win. and You always should. It puts them in the playoffs, but it puts that cruise that we booked in peril. <laughs> KB was happy. Oh, yeah, or the other side, which, which, which is what my wife refers to as no pack no, which is, you know, maybe just don't win this one. And, and you know, like it, it'll hurt for a couple of days, but St. Kitts will feel good. Uh, and then obviously that came, but no, there was, it went from laughable when they won, when they went to five and eight. To, to legitimately sweating it out. <laughs> <laughs> because we've seen this before. It's like every six years, they go on these incredible runs. It yeah. happened when they won the Super Bowl sure. back in 2010. Uh, they were 8-6, and six, needed to win their last two games against the Giants and then the Bears. And then they snuck in as the number six seed. There were only six seeds at the time. They have to go on the road. Mm-hmm. They had to beat Philadelphia. Then they have to go to Atlanta to beat the top seed Falcons in Kevin Holden's hometown of Atlanta. And then they have to go to Chicago to beat the Bears. And then they were even underdogs in the Super Bowl. That was one amazing run. Six years later, Aaron Rodgers kind of says, well, I think we can run the table. Yeah. When they're four, what were they, four and six, Kevin, or something like that. And then they do just That's that. It, yeah. They ran the table. Oh, just so you know, when they were four and six, we booked tickets to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen this before. Can, can I ask a, a moral ethics question here? I had a neighbor, Wally, growing up, and Wally would always bet against the Packers. Big Packer fan. He said, if they win, I get the satisfaction of them winning. If they lose, I fatten my wallet. Now, is that okay to do that? So, like, the, the, It's hedging bet- your bets. Well, well yeah. okay. Yeah. It's a hedge. I'm okay with the hedge. I, although I think in that case, that's not a hedge that I would advertise necessarily. Like, I think that that's one of those where – where you're wearing that D right on your sleeve, but then you, you know you turn around and smirk away from everybody else when yeah. they go back. Yeah, we don't leave for the Caribbean until I see it. Now I've played this game before, so we don't leave mm. for the Caribbean until after Sunburn Bowl, which is coming up at okay. the end of February. Smart, uh, Kevin. When do you guys shove off for your trip that you don't have to cancel now? Next Saturday, the twenty first. Nice. So if they were, if they had gone to San Francisco and found some mojo. Uh, then, then my wife had, had determined that she was probably going to go on that cruise anyway. <laughs> wow, a stag is it? Stag when a woman goes? No, it's not a no. It I don't know. Well, a stag, and you're just hoping she comes back. Comes back, yeah. Exactly. Now, uh, what what uh, cruise line? We're going Norwegian. This is uh, Caribbean. We'll do Aruba, Saint Kitts, uh, some other Saint uh, Curacao, and there's something starts with a B. Bon Air or Bon Air. I don't think that exists. I think that was created by by a company. Curacao is beautiful. If you've never been there before, it's excellent. Good food too. Yeah, I've never been. Oh, it's by South America. It's really yeah. neat. 
Very nice. Well, Kevin, we appreciate the time. Thank you for posting up. Um, Doby has, uh, we, we called him out of the bullpen. He has done a masterful job, but we look forward to having you at some point in the studio here when you don't have. I'm no Kevin you know, Holden, but I'm holding down the fort. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> when, you, when you don't have a day job to deal with. Yeah. You guys are great. Please, yeah. I hope this doesn't affect anything down the road because, man, I would love to get in there and just tear it up. Bring Doby in. We'll all do it together. We'll Absolutely. Hang, we'll It'll be fun. 100%. Thanks, buddy. Kevin, we'll talk to you soon, pal. See you guys. There, there, there he goes. Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Cool dude. Absolutely. It's nice. Wonderful like yourself. Chap. You know, I listen to you before and you're a good guy. Off. Same thing with him. You like his work, but sometimes and then you think, okay, they're a good guy too. And you like their work. You're Perfect. in. Gotta Perfect. love it. Of course, this is, we're in the uh, Central Standard Sports Lounge. Sports Lounge, uh, yeah. Failed to mention that. You can check. Sure, cocktail today. Uh, uh, do, you, do you want a cocktail? I'll give you the. I don't, uh, I'm a teetotaler. It makes ugly people reproduce. I don't drink. How about the Hofbrau North Brandy? Let's do that. Okay. Limited time offer. Get it while you can. Check it out at thecentralstandard.com for locations. Online at thecentralstandard.com. Check out Central Standard Craft House and Kitchen, 320 East Clyburn Street in downtown Milwaukee. Available statewide at retailers and supper clubs everywhere. Oh, I love supper clubs. It's a very Wisconsin thing. Oh, yeah. Homemade. Do they have supper? Dip. No, they don't have. I, I, only in Wisconsin that I, I know. I think of. so. And somebody keeps asking me, "What's the difference between a restaurant and a supper club?" It's like, oh, well, it's all the difference in the world. It's ambiance. Yeah, it's ambiance. That's it's, good. Yeah, it's, it is. It's the way you know that a lazy the, the Susan. Supper, yeah, the supper club just kind of hits different than a than a restaurant. Big old steak. Restaurants are restaurants. Homemade rolls. Yeah. Salad dressing. Oh, it's beautiful. Brandy old fashioned. Hmm. Don't mind, right. Don't mind if I do. All right. Don't mind if I do. All right. Here. Yeah, well, yeah, we are almost done here. Believe it. This three hours flew by. It does when you're having fun. We're not done yet. They're not. We're not quite done yet. All right. We've got our quick trip takeaways coming up. I got to think of one. I think I've got one. We'll get. I think one. I've got one. All right. We'll get there. We got 20 minutes to land this we plane. Do. Yeah. He's Dobie. I'm Doug. We're in for Drew and KB on Friday the 13th. Stay with us on the game. Last few moments here of the Drew and KB List show. They'll be back on Monday. Doug Russell and Dobie Maxwell coming to you live from the Iron Jock Studios. 2023, we're off and running to help you reach your New Year's fitness goals. Iron Jock will give you 25% off of all men's and women's gear now through January 22nd with the promo code New Year's 25. It's still New Year's, at least as far as Iron Jock. It is. I could use some more Iron Jock. You should. Uh, Iron Jock, great, good stuff. Great it is stuff. great stuff to start off your New Year for a guy with fresh underwear. And it doesn't stink. Get ready mm. to lose that 10 or, in my case, 30 pounds. With the best workout, See, I've got to be on a cruise. You know, I'm going on a cruise in yep. a month or so. Beach, bunch of married, so you don't need beach muscles too much. Well, your wife's seen it. Just yeah, that's right. I'll be swimming around with the other whales, um, <laughs> but I can get my Iron Jock stuff on. Sure, you go can. to the gym and, and lose some of this blubber. You can lose all that with the best workout gear on the planet. Twenty five percent off with promo code New Year's twenty five. Go to IronJock.com. That's Iron J O C dot com and Wisconsin. The hottest new casino in the Midwest, right here on our own backyard, and you can bet on it. Introducing the temporary place by or the temporary by American place, the temporary by American. Gotcha. It's just a half an hour north of O'Hare, less than an hour from Milwaukee. The temporary in Lake County, Illinois, jam packed with action, with over a dozen gaming tables, including craps, roulette, three card poker, uh, baccarat, and more. Hundreds of incredible slot machines, ranging from penny slots. That's my that's my speed. The penny slots. Penny slots. Yeah, sure. that's, that's my speed. That's a good. See, I've been down there. I live down in Bristol, Wisconsin, so I'm I'm in the neighborhood. Oh yeah, you're right there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, plus two amazing restaurants and more than a dozen great hotels nearby. Wisconsin, get over to the temporary by American Place. 
For excitement, it's a sure thing. Must be 21 years of age or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Everything in moderation, folks. Everything in moderation. That's true. Everything in moderation. Zen. Yeah. Breathe. Absolutely. Just... Everybody chill out a little bit. And you win a million and you go nuts. Uh, <laughs> right. Then you can go. By the way, uh, the, what is it, the mega bucks million? Which one is over a billion dollars I think it's the mega, mega millions. Mega millions. That is. I have never bought another. I shouldn't say that. I've bought one lottery ticket once in my life on my 18th birthday. Okay. So it might as well have been 100 years ago. I'm not, right. a, I'm not a gambler. All right. Um, my wife and I go to Vegas all the time. All right. But we don't gamble. Um, to see shows. See shows, lay out by the pool. Like I said, the the new casino, the temporary by American uh, Place. There, uh, you can do more than just gamble. I've, the, I've the seen the plans for the new one. That's going to be pretty amazing. Absolutely, it's yeah. going to be so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about earlier in the show uh, celebrity encounters. Uh, Bucky Backer writes on the PellaWI.com talk and text line. Freshman year of college, I had two interactions with NBA players. Otis Thorpe, remember Otis? Thorpe? I do remember yeah, Otis Thorpe. Why? Signed an autograph and chatted despite being. Mid-lunch at the food court of the Georgetown Mall. It was very nice. Alan Iverson stopped at the store that he was working at and asked, and he asked for an autograph, but he Iverson refused because of the cologne cards that they all had to sign were not sponsored by one of his sponsors. Oh. He could have stated have it nicely, thing. but he was a, the <clears throat> ICK about it. Hmm. Also, when he met Cecil A drumstick? Cooper, yes. Uh, right. He was that. Okay. Also, when I met Cecil Cooper, he was extremely nice and carried on a conversation. And I heard prior that he was a little bit of a jerk. He was always my favorite brewer. And I had heard that Cecil Cooper was a jerk, but he was always, he was always nice to me. Yeah, I, I loved Cecil Cooper. Great. Yeah, some, that swing, man. Sometimes guys just get bad reputations. A bad day. Yeah. It happens. Uh, I've only met Luke Fickle once. And it was after he was introduced as Badger's head coach. How was he? He was great. Now, I got to say, and I don't, maybe I shouldn't say this on 97.3 The Game, I heard Barry Alvarez on the wrong day catch him. He could not the nicest. There's a lot of guys that you catch on the wrong day. You catch Bob Euchre on the wrong day, and, you know, yeah. you know it's it's not always the most pleasant, uh, you know, interaction. Sure. But if you catch him on the right day, he's going, going to give you something that you're going to carry with you the rest of your life, and it's going to be a positive memory. But I will say, too, though, seeing both sides of it, it's how you approach a person. Absolutely, Dude. it's how you approach a person. Yeah. Most of the time, Euchre's a good example because so many people want so much from him and they want him to be what they see on television, mm-hmm. but guys are just guys. Yeah. Bob and I have always had a very good relationship because I don't ask for anything from him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you catch anybody, I talked about Donald Driver. You catch him on a bad day. And mm-hmm. Donald Driver is beloved, and I love Donald Driver. Donald Driver and I have had far more good interactions. I wouldn't even say bad interactions, but yeah, there were times he was grumpy. Sure. So that that just happens. So it's not necessarily fair that some guys get labeled as a jerk when you maybe just catch them on a bad day. I think Terrell Owens is probably a jerk from what I've seen. He just has that kind of an era about him. The only Terrell Owens um, interaction that I had was I was co-hosting a show on Sporting News Radio mm-hmm. When he just got traded to the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, wow. You okay. remember that? I, that was a very brief one, but yes, I do. It was very brief, and he never played a snap for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. And he didn't want to be traded to the Baltimore Ravens. It was a big to-do. And our producer, who's the best producer that I've ever worked with in my life, Randy mm-hmm. Merkin, found him in a hotel mm-hmm. and 
convinced him to come on the air. And Randy took the brunt of it. Randy got just MF'd up and down. Terrell Owens says, how dare you call me? I can't believe you called me. I can't believe you did this. I can't believe you did that. And just expletive dropped left and right, left and right, left and right. Mm -hmm. And Randy, to his credit, this is what he said. He's like, well, you've you've wanted to get your story out. This This is your chance to get your story out. Okay, put me on. <laughs> Logic and, wins. And, and, he, and, he came, and he thought about it for a second, and he's like, okay, put me on. He's and, a, and, we, and it just pops up on the screen. It says, Terrell Owens, go, live, go to him right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we did, and it was a great interview, and he got his story out. I mean, he's not a dumb guy. I just think he just seems kind of mean. Oh, I can see that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I, I can see that. Because if you catch him on the bad day, if you catch him at the wrong time, it's going to happen. Some yeah. people have probably said that about me. Caught that jackass that's on the radio, wow. just caught him on the wrong day, and yeah. now I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Get in line, buddy. That's what I. And that's what I say. It's like you know what? I'm an acquired taste too. Yeah, everybody's an acquired taste. That's when it comes the thing, right though. Down you know, the best the best thing you can hope to be when you start out is an acquired taste. It's like, what are you doing? And then you do it, and you're good. Are there a music guy? Quick trip takeaway. Oh yeah, quick trip. Uh, you go to quick trip for all of your, uh, you know, the. Um, Go to the fresh section at Quick Trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm hitting it on the way home because I had to work a little bit later today. That's the thing. It's ready for you. It's ready to eat. It's good. It's affordable. What? My, here's my Quick Trip take home of the day. Mm-hmm. What a time to be a Wisconsin Badgers fan. Oh, yeah. This Everybody who, think about it this way. Five months ago, the coach was Paul Christ, and mm-hmm. you weren't pulling in four-star recruits left and right. Sure. It's one after another, after another, after another, after another. Yeah. So go to Quick Trip and enjoy that because that's what I'm going to do. Well, mine is, and you I did go to Quick Mr. Trip a lot. Russ, by the way. I used to work at Quick Trip during COVID. I needed a place to work, so sure. I worked for Quick Trip, and it's a great company too. But I will say this: uh, the the takeaway that I have today is the Packers aren't as bleak as I came in here with Bleak and you, and uh, also Mr. Nagler from Cheesehead TV cheered me up, talked logic. So thank you for doing that. Do that, as KB would say, make good choices. See ya. That'll do it for this edition of the Doug Russell Podcast. Thanks to Dobie Maxwell. Thanks to Drew and KB for allowing Dobie and I to sit in for them on their day. I've had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, Also, uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, we're going to preview something that's coming soon to the iHeartRadio app. Another podcast that I'm doing. Mm, And this is going to be something different than what we have been doing on this show. So this podcast isn't going away. We've, uh, during football season, of course, had... uh, few fewer shows than we normally have had that just kind of goes with the workflow but now that we're in the football offseason gonna have something special that has to do with the green bay packers but that's going to be on another podcast we're going to preview that for you tomorrow right here on the doug russell podcast have a great day we'll talk to you tomorrow